Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, it is September 18, 2023. Welcome to Fightful. This is your post-WWE Raw review. If you're wondering, where's Denise Salcedo? She doesn't show up to work anymore. She's in Greece or on her way to Greece right now. She is on vacation throughout this month. Just so happens to be on Mondays. Next Monday, I will be as well as I will be uh, struggling at Paycor Stadium as I watch the Cincinnati Bengals during Monday Night Football. It has not been easy to be a Bengals fan uh, so far, but that's neither here nor there. You can check out my Vanity Project, Common Bengals W for that. But please leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your Super Chats in. Get your Humper Chats in because there's plenty to talk about. Whether you liked Raw, whether you didn't like Raw, any of that. Fightful Select broke some big news last week. Now, today, we broke plenty of news, including changes to WWE Raw, uh, plans for WWE Raw, updates on a big story from last week. We had the Backstage Report podcast. We got Sour Graps going on right now. An interview with Nick Patrick, the referee. But on Tuesday, oh boy, are we going to have even more behind the changes on Raw. We're going to have updates on WWE show in Australia, on Matt Riddle. A lot of that. We did report that Matt Riddle was not scheduled for tonight's Raw. He was not supposed to be there. uh, Was not going to be on the show, contrary to other reports. But last week, guys, well before this episode of Raw, we broke some uh, pretty significant news. Outside of contract info on LA Knight and Heath Slater and uh, QT Marshall, some pretty huge news that Jade Cargill was leaving AEW just hours after that I you know I don't report a lot of things in the wee hours of the morning like 1 a.m etc but that was one where uh I was like oh man I'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna have to go ahead and release this one so um Jade Cargill has left AEW her contract was up uh Thursday night to the best of my knowledge uh, so it was gonna be up uh, Friday, etc. Uh, basically, what I was told was, well, she's under contract Thursday. And then I said, and Friday? And the person said, well, then she will be on AEW's Rampage competing for the TBS title. So uh, this past week, she left AEW, likely headed to WWE. As we reported, this would be a major defection for AEW who have Invested an awful lot into Jade, and that was a part of her brief uh, return 
was that she was brought back to put over Chris Statlander clean as a sheet after they had invested so much in her. I think they would have liked to have gotten a, a few more wins over Jade Cargill there. Maybe have her leave on a losing streak, so to speak. But uh, that was a big one. And then Friday, another big one. A fellow by the name of The Rock showed up on SmackDown. FightfulSelect.com had that one as well. Drop down five bucks, my friends. Subscribe. Get yourself the most accurate reporting in wrestling. Get it first before the aggregators get a hold of it and say whatever the hell it is they want on there. You can ask your own questions on those stories as well. Uh, Patreon has ensured us they are tightening up a lot of their errors that we saw over the last week. Uh, but Christian says, kind of wish Fightful had a show about reviewing Wrestle Media like Netflix's wrestlers. We can talk about it. Somebody sends in a super chat tonight. We will talk about uh, the wrestlers. Uh, we had some details today on Fightful Select after Body Slam broke it. Hollywood Haley J from OBW's The Wrestlers is getting a uh, tryout this week. Sean Garner uh, says, does Jade Cargill report to the PC and when will she show up on WWE TV? I don't know when she'll show up on WWE TV. I am of the impression she'll appear on NXT. That's my impression as of now. I know that WWE was kind of high on those NXT ratings uh, last week, and I'll, I'll have some more details on that, but they were very, very happy with the way that Becky Lynch uh, really shot them in the arm with those ratings. And I know that that's something that they're looking to increase as they look to get as much money for their television rights package as they possibly can. Jonathan Corona says when Jade signs, WWE let her use the same song and can't wait to see Dragon Lee versus Dom in Ontario next week. That, that'll be a fun one. Hopefully, hopefully it's, it's a little bit better than Dom's output on NXT uh, last month. As far as the music, I think that's a Mikey Ruckus song. So I, I highly doubt that they'll be able to use that. Highly doubt it. Uh, SAS says, hey, Sean, hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you very much. Says, uh, Sean, during the middle of Jade's TBS title reign, you said it would be a big blow to AEW and their women's division if Jade left for WWE. Do you still think that's the case right now? Uh, I do think that's the case right now. But, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry. Somebody in Impact. <laughs> Uh, I quote tweeted Bully Ray's post about them taking Team 3D bookings, and I said, heck yeah. And somebody who works for Impact said, dude, did you see this match? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, as far as Jade being a big blow to the AEW women di women's division, that's very relative, right? And thank you so much for the very generous super chat. Um I think it would have been a bigger blow six months ago when she was really in the thick of it and she was figured in uh, very, very heavily. Now she wasn't. She was brought back quite literally to lose. However, still losing a person that they have invested so much, and I say so much, they really didn't maximize what she could be involved with. And there's a plethora of reasons for that. They didn't feel confident necessarily that she could work consistent, long, live matches. And... You know, it was it was a little one-dimensional there, but if there's a place that Jade Cargill can go and they can mold a person like Jade Cargill into an outstanding television star that they can trust on live TV, I think it's WWE and I think it's NXT. Uh, I think that that is the, the right place for her to grow 
And I think it's a right place for her to grow as a professional as well. She's going to get a lot of crossover opportunities because of Endeavor. I think it's less of a blow than it was five months ago. Uh, but also, AEW doesn't give their women like enough time to really for, for a lot of anybody to be a, a huge blow anyway. Right? Like, mm. So I, I guess we'll see. When does she show up in NXT? Eh, probably within a month or so. And that's just that's just me uh, spitballing. Will says, SRS, did you tip off on Jade leaving on the night Rampage was filmed? Or did you kind of hear something before? I found out. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you guys the process of this. I will one day do a, a full-on podcast on the Jade Cargill story. Uh, sort of like I did uh, the CM Punk story on Fightful Select. If you guys didn't check that out, it was a phenomenal podcast where I broke down the process of getting and breaking the CM Punk returning to wrestling news. It unfortunately got overshadowed by Vince McMahon retiring that same day. But Denise and I also did one about our GCW appearance, too. It was like an all-access type of thing. But I found out about the Jade Cargill thing about 15, 20 minutes before I reported it. But while I was on the phone with the person who gave me the news, I got three confirmations then once right out, right as soon as I got off the phone from both sides of the company or, or both sides, AEW and WWE. So uh, I had it on very, very good authority that she was finishing up with the company and, and leaving. It did not take long for me to get those confirmations. In fact, uh, as I had that phone call, I was just thinking, man, I, I hope somebody doesn't scoop me on this and hopefully I can get it right and get it out by, you know, Friday or Thursday afternoon. And then as it happened, I said, you know what? We're going to start doing some late night scoops when we get stories like that. Just mask says backstage morale tonight. I didn't hear anything negative. I mean, there were some changes, but there, there weren't heavy changes. Uh, Tegan Knox and Natalia got swapped. And then there was a segment that was flipped, and that was it. That was really, really it. Jonathan Corona says, why doesn't WWE use real security guards? Because I see they use wrestlers, but no real wrestler and security. Tomorrow is all the all-hands-on-deck meeting. Can't wait to hear about the Australia pay-per-view tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Fightful had reported earlier this year, WWE officials uh, were in Australia to set up an event that looks like it's going to be in early 2024 now. However... Uh, as far as why they don't use real security guards, because it's a risk. You want to use a guy like Danny Limelight, who you know if he has to bump, he can bump. He can he can take a, a shot, and he's not going to get hurt. Oh, let's jump into WWE Raw. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in, in here at youtube.com slash Fightful. I have an interview dropping with Baron Corbin on Tuesday. You guys are going to want to check that out. Uh, it is a really, really good one. I'm very proud of that interview and, and how it came out. Baron Corbin was very candid. He talked about the potential of him jumping to MMA before his wrestling career started. He talked about the end of days and how he didn't have any creative say in that. Make sure you guys check that out. I think we'll probably have an AEW interview at the end of the week as well. Uh, either Anthony Agogo or Paul White from that all-in weekend. So uh, check it out. Somebody says that's when Corbin unblocks you, right? Yeah, he unblocked me right after we did our interview. And uh, he said he didn't know why why he had me blocked. But it was a phenomenal interview. Like, I want to do uh, like a 20, 30, 
minute uh, interview with him. Like, I just, I would love to do like a long-term interview with the guy. Well, we kicked off this show with Dominic Mysterio and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes squashes Dominic. So I'm a little conflicted by this, but not really. Dominic's whole thing is that he needs Judgment Day to help him. And that's why, like, let me set the stage. He's facing Dragon Lee next week for the title on Raw, North American title. And by all means, like, from a booking perspective, Dragon Lee should beat him as well. Cody Rhodes is, like, the guy besides Seth on Raw. So I don't really have a problem with him squashing Dominic Mysterio. I do understand that some people will say, well, you know, how does that make it look for his title match next week? And my answer is, yeah, who really cares? It's Dominic. This is where you get the heat on him. But also, is this a match that necessarily needed to happen? Well, if you're going forward with the Jey Uso Judgment Day thing, perhaps. And you don't want to beat down Damian Priest or... uh or Finn Balor like this, J.D. McDonough wasn't anywhere in sight. He was supposed to be ringside for this match per the Raw plans. But this was to put Cody Rhodes over and to still keep him connected to Judgment Day, of whom he has been connected with forever. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been connected with forever. And it looks like they're going to be connected for another two months because I see War Games shaping up here. Oh boy, another two months of this. Another two months of the same matches we've seen, just with a little Jey Uso, a little JD McDonough sprinkled in. This ain't ending anytime soon by the looks of it. So as we go through this show, we are gonna <laughs> we're gonna see like the, the very little pieces the ingredients that are added to this and i'm like all right i mean they've invested a lot of time in this but i am ready for them to move on Andy said uh actually uh let's let's save all the rock stuff for the rock segment to our moderator luis but roxy says any word is why jd mcdonough wasn't seen this week uh he was trying to join the group but it seems to be dropped or delayed he was listed with Dominic Mysterio tonight and didn't appear. Now, I, I think it is important to note he was not listed as a member of Judgment Day. That will be as a it will be a part of our Fightful Select notes that uh, air on Fightful Select on uh, Tuesday. Sorry, all out of sorts right now. But anyway, after this match, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn come out and sort of confront Cody Rhodes about bringing Jay Uso to Raw. Specifically, it's Kevin Owens confronting Cody Rhodes. And Kevin goes, so we are to believe that this guy is here because of you. And Cody's like, yeah. And listen, I know all the things that he did, but I'm here to make these fans happy. And don't you all want to see him? I'm like, listen, I'm side-eyeing Cody a little bit. I'm like, why do you give a shit? Why do you care that much? What's going on here? And Kevin makes a great point. He goes, we're going to sit here and act like he didn't cost me the world title. We're going to sit here and act like he didn't cost Sammy the world title at Elimination Chamber. We're going to act like he didn't cost you the world title at WrestleMania. Okay, then. And Sammy, 
says, you know what? We've given each other second chances. Look at all the stuff we've done to each other. I mean, all Sammy's got to say is, I remember on somebody's first night in NXT, they came out and hugged me after I won the NXT title, then powerbombed me on the apron. Everybody has appropriate motivations here, except for Cody Rhodes, who I'm looking at and going, what are you up to? I just think of the the Brian Danielson headline where he says, I love to lie. Cody Rhodes taught me how. Hmm. What's Cody Rhodes up to here? What's his plan? What's his plot? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. But I'm loving the storyline. We're going to circle back to that later. Rock hard Joel Wood says, hear me out here. There's always the Rhea problem. What would you think of Cody bringing in Jade to counter Rhea? Well, I think that would be phenomenal. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think that is a, I think that is a war games idea is what that is. Cause that's where I, I feel a hunch, not a report. That's how I feel this is heading. I, th- I feel like this is all coming to a head at um, war games. That's what it seems like. I think Jade as a part of that would be really cool. Percentage of the AEW roster with contracts expiring by 1231. Percentage of the AEW roster? Less than 3%. If you had to wager, what is Rock's involvement in Mania and how does it affect Cody? I think that as of this moment, they are going to plan for the rock to face Roman reigns. And I think that prevents Cody from facing Roman reigns. KE seven, seven, five says question for you. Deanna and Trinity obviously didn't leave WWE on the best terms. Do you think they'd be open to speaking with WWE when they're free agents? Yes. Uh, I know Deanna would be, I know for a fact, Deanna would be open to speaking with WWE uh, Trinity. Yes, I believe so. If there were that much of an issue with WWE and Trinity, I do not think her husband would stay there. I think if it was that bad, um, I don't think that he would be hanging around there. Andy said, Rock's matches against Hogan, Austin, Cena, and Reigns are the biggest in Mania history outside of Hogan Andre. That's a heck of a case for GOAT candidacy. I wouldn't put The Rock anywhere near my GOAT category. All due respect to him, his run was 96 to 03. I mean, late 96 too. So we're talking about maybe six years and then cameos. Roman Reigns has already been at it for 11 years. Seth Rollins over 11 years. Listen, I don't like Hulk Hogan, but listen, a decade. Triple H a lot longer. I mean, if you're talking like crossover appeal, all that, of course. Leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. I would greatly appreciate it. Get those super chats. Get those humper chats in. <laughs> Cyclops says, apologize. These false allegations about Cody. He's done nothing wrong. Like, come on. This guy's motivations. Like, what is his motivation? The fans. Get out of here. The fans. Get the hell. He don't care about the fans. The fan. We still don't even know who's been traded. Another change that happened on Raw was supposed to be Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods against the Viking Raiders in a two out of three falls match that honestly I wasn't that excited about. And basically, the amount of time that they got here on the show, I think, would have been the same for the, the th- two out of three falls match. So, what you would have had is likely three falls. 
crammed into 12 or 13 minutes. So Eric couldn't make this show. Uh, they, they said he wasn't cleared. Now, he wrestled on Friday. By the way, what a rib on a, a Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders. On a show in which The Rock returns and John Cena wrestles on the post-show dark match. Keep in mind, that's The Rock showed up at the beginning of the show. John Cena's in the SmackDown main event. Then the cameras stop rolling, right? And they're like, here we go. John Cena and AJ Styles in action. Well, holy shit, right? You go home on that. You end the show. The fans can leave, right? No, they send the Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy out there after John Cena. (laughs) Unreal. What a phenomenal rib. (laughs) I love that. That is hilarious. And I bet they had a great match too. But... What we're about to talk about, Ivar and Kofi Kingston, is the direction that they ended up going. Uh, Backstage, we see Kofi Kingston win uh, rock, paper, scissors for Xavier against Xavier for this match. And what we saw was an absolute hamper. My God, get some super chats in about this match, you slackers. What are we talking? I ain't got one super chat about what might have been one of the best matches on Raw all year long, this match was just pure humping friction right there. These two dudes went at it. It's like they just looked at each other and they said, let's beat the brakes off each other. It's like their producer said, just do whatever, man. Ivar, do do one of the prettiest moonsaults we've seen in WWE this year, this side of Tiffany Stratton. Why don't you go do that? Hey, let's do a big power bomb in the middle of the ring. Let's do one of uh, the best kicks that we've seen on Kofi Kingston. By the way, he'll just absolutely obliterate Ivar with the, the trouble in paradise. This match was phenomenal. And this is what I miss out of WWE Raw. I really think like once a week, they need to budget a good 10 to 15 minutes to just having an absolute humper of a match one, one time a week and probably against some talent don't, that don't usually get to show that. Remember when, when the pandemic started and they're like, let's give 20 to Alistair black and Apollo Cruz. And it was awesome. And we didn't really get to see them do that before. Mr. Acosta said, Kofi and Ivar humped. What a match. These two guys, they are who we thought they were. They both came from the, the chaotic wrestling scene as well. Uh, you know what I want to know? I, I need to go back and find out who recruited Kofi Kingston because they did a great job. Now, there's a good chance that a terrible person recruited Kofi Kingston. But um, like this guy had not even trained for a year, only wrestled the Northeast scene. They signed him almost completely unknown, and he became one of their most popular guys. So that that's a good piece of recruiting regardless of who did it. Uh, Orion Ben said Kofi Ivar made me more mad Kofi didn't get Brock. Listen, man, uh, I am one day going to do a full-on rant video about how terrible the, the booking was at the top of WWE's card from the summer of 2019 through uh, the beginning of 2020. Just really, really uh, terrible stuff. And Kofi, okay, 
I felt like Eric and Ivar were one of the best tag teams in the world when they got signed. And unfortunately, they have not been put in a position to show that. In fact, they've been put in positions to where it's like, could, could they work like they used to? It's not that I doubt them. It's just I hadn't been able to see it in a long, long time. And then Ivar's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm still really goddamn good. I'm still just as good as I was when they signed me. I'm just as good as when you thought or when you believed I was in one of the best tag teams in the world. And he was. This was outstanding. And yeah, I think that that WWE every week on Raw should have at least one match that is intended to be a humper. Bizarro Big L says, Sean, going to be getting my recap from uh, of Raw for you tonight after the slugfest of a Steelers-Browns game. I've got my eye on the score. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping for the Steelers to win, though, because one, I don't like Deshaun Watson. Two, I want there to be, you know, I want it to be a little bit closer in this division that the Bengals aren't doing great on. It says, don't look at the Nick Chubb injury if you're squeamish. So sad that you're a good player. Uh, it's tragic. Um, I saw it, unfortunately. Best wishes. Got got that fellow on both of my fantasy teams, too, which uh, that's a bummer. But you know what? It's more of a bummer that a, that a guy got seriously, seriously hurt. And hopefully it's not a career ender because it looked like one. It looked horrible. And uh, sending sending all my love to Nick Chubb. Like I want to I want to see these teams at their best. I want to see these players at their best. Otherwise, what's what's the point in watching? You know what I mean? Uh, says too many injuries tonight, but TJ is playing like a defensive player of the year. I'm not surprised, man. Wish the Bengals had somebody like that. Will Chisholm says from one to ten, how much of Triple H's ideas were shown tonight? I mean, we were heavy on rematches, but I think that a lot of the changes. Um, were probably, I think this was largely a show in his image. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Ricochet via DQ when <laughs> Ricochet ended up using uh, a chair that <laughs> Nakamura got out. Now, I love this because Ricochet could not have, he couldn't have thought that he wasn't going to get DQ'd here, right? Like, he had to. Nakamura got the chair, but he didn't officially use it. And I like that. That's like playing basketball with somebody and you look, you act like you're going to punch him, but it's not a foul if you don't touch him, right? Right? By the way, guys, uh, please do not spam our chat. Please, uh, if you're asking the same thing over and over again, uh, drop a super chat, drop a humper chat. That's how you get questions or statements read on the air here. We would great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. appreciate it you know what else i appreciate 
you guys use in Nord? I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. you got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Mike the Jeweler. Man, Mike, I just want to say thank you. You're always so supportive of us, especially over on HumperChats.com. He sends a very generous one. He says, what's up, bro? Hope all is well. Random question, but I sent you a video on Instagram a couple days ago about CM Stabby. Is that how wrestlers gig uh, by poking, or is it more just cutting? Uh, Also, will Cody ever finish the story? Okay, so there was a video that emerged of Punk underneath the table stabbing himself in the head. No, that is not usually how it's done. I usually hear of a little like that. Um I've never done it. I will never do that. If if you ever if you ever see me bleed in a wrestling match, I got busted open. But uh yeah, that is not how most people do it. That was very very aggressive and a little concerning. Will Cody ever finish the story? You know, I asked the other day. I'm like, you know, is finishing the story contingent on WrestleMania and winning the WWE title or just winning the WWE title. I mean, Royal Rumble's in Tampa. And I was told, "Eh, you know, that's my dad's territory. Can't really claim that one. And wasn't given a committal answer about, does it have to be at WrestleMania? I mean, that's sort of the standard that was set, right? Hmm. I think he'll finish the story. I think it'd be a huge disservice to your WWE audience if he didn't. So uh, Seth Rollins, after this match, comes after Nakamura. But what I like is at least commentary does admit, like Nakamura has ruined all real serious leverage that he has for Seth Rollins to give him a title shot, except the fact that Seth Rollins is so pissed off. Now, here's what they'll do. They'll claim that Seth Rollins is so frustrated that he's got to give Nakamura a title shot. And that's what he does. He'll, he'll say, he he says, oh my God, I got to do it. Got to do it on, on your own conditions, on, on your terms. What? This shit don't make sense. We are to believe that Shinsuke Nakamura, instead of two days removed from losing his shot at the title, 
And with Seth Rollins, that that close to an attack on his back. That he would have turned down a shot that he didn't deserve. But now, a bunch of weeks removed from Seth Rollins actually competing. That somehow he's in better position. So, it's still not going to make sense. Because how can you have predicted it? You can't let me believe that Nakamura turned down multiple title shots knowing that this would happen. That would have been a massive gamble. Unless unless Nakamura says, admittedly, that was a giant goddamn gamble (laughs) and I could have lost everything. And if he does get it on Nakamura's terms and Nakamura loses... God, Nakamura looks like a dumbass, right? I don't get it, man. How are you going to make sense of this? I don't think they're going to be able to. I don't think they're going to be able to. I mean, we are now three weeks removed from Seth Rollins wrestling on TV. He's had one match on TV in a month and a half. I I just don't. I want them to make sense of this. And to me, I just, it doesn't make sense. You could say it's Endeavor's WWE. Because, I mean, people get title shots in the UFC all the time without deserving one. You, you kidding me? They they let one of their biggest draws walk out the door in Francis Ngannou. And now, uh, 41-year-old Stipe Miocic, who lost his last fight two and a half years ago, hasn't won in over three years. He's getting a title shot because of what he did between 2016 and 2020. You could say it's Endeavor's UFC. Sean Strickland lost twice last year, got a title shot, uh, won won the fight. Colby Covington gets title shots without deserving them all the time. That's Endeavor's UFC. Maybe this is Endeavor's WWE. Rock hard, says Punk says he's got a lot of free time the next two months. Him trolling is their fire to WWE smoke. Or his WWE smoke. I'm still working to find out about that. Um, I think that he's very calculated about what he's doing. People in WWE have certainly... No host. Survivor Series shaping up nicely. (laughs) Type of stuff. But I, you know, that could just be them doing the thing that they do. Luis says, this only makes sense if Nakamura wins via TKO. I wouldn't mind that. Like a ref stoppage. The ref is like, no, I can't let you continue because of your back. Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler versus Piper Niven and Chelsea Green. There was a great Piper and Chelsea promo backstage where Chelsea called Piper her friend. Piper goes, okay, what country am I from? (laughs) And Chelsea goes, Ireland, England, Florida. Chelsea is so good at this. Uh, This match gets ruined by Nia Jax. Stevie Richards is, uh, let let me tell you, it's a content farm for him right now. If you guys haven't checked out Stevie Richards' phenomenal channel, he broke down the thing that I brought up last week. That bonsai drop, when you let go of that top rope, It is brutal on your opponent. I had somebody do that to me. And, uh, buddy, 
I ain't never shit my pants in the ring, but that was the closest that I ever came was somebody hitting a bonsai drop on me and just not holding on to that top rope. It sucks. And Rhea was not there this week. Don't know if it was selling the injuries or if, you know, she was just <laughs> not in the mood, so to speak. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, that one was something. And Nia Jax came out and whipped everybody's ass. You know, they're, they're building her up. She's very strong right now. She's beaten up six different women. And uh, I look at this and I'm like, all right, well, she does not need to beat Rhea Ripley. I don't want her to beat Raquel Rodriguez either, to be honest with you. If you want her there for depth, I'm completely fine with it. But I would like to see some in-the-ring progression from last week. And now the tag team division is being used for that as well. Chad Gable's backstage. He wants to fight Big Bronson Reed. Man, Chad Gable's great. And this match was a lot of fun, too. Um, Bronson Reed just slinging <laughs> Chad Gable around the ring with a power slam. Ooh, boy. Give me some of that. Also, give me more of the, the Cleveland Browns losing. How about this stat line for uh, the pervert, Deshaun Watson? 22 of 40. One touchdown, one interception. Got sacked six times. You love to see it. You really do love to see it. Love to see it. Ravens are winning that division. They're, they look really good. Chad Gable and Bronson Reed. So Bronson Reed needed to pick up wins more than Chad Gable at this stage. Uh, I know that Chad Gable is very, very popular right now. And uh, I don't want to see him lose like a bunch. But Bronson Reed really needs to get wins. Because when he came back, it looked like he was going to be a guy that they could put in the upper mid-card type of, type of situation. The last two times we saw him were in August. He lost both of those matches. He lost the Battle Royal at SummerSlam. And before that, he had been on a hot streak. He had been winning a lot. Even, although it was by DQ. He beat Ciampa, beat Nakamura a couple times, beat Ricochet. But he needs to get wins. And also, he needs to stop facing the same people. Faced Ricochet a bunch of times, Nakamura a bunch of times, uh, Ciampa a bunch of times. Needs to fight new people. He wins all the time on main event. But the sad reality is WWE don't give a shit about main event. Only I give a shit about main event <laughs> because I'm the only one who watches that damn show. So Bronson beating somebody that is over in Chad Gable, I think is beneficial, especially when you got to finish like the tsunami. That is, it is amazing. Also, it's a little bit of sympathy on Gable. Gable can recover. Gable just lost the Intercontinental title match. Gable, I think, should be propped up with his emotion and with Otis and Maxine, and I think that'll help them too. And what I mean by that is Chad Gable just lost two of the most important matches of his life, of his career. That Intercontinental title match, super important to him. And he was frustrated backstage. And I think now, after losing to Bronson Reed, he should you know, cut a backstage promo and be like, 
man, I'm further away from my goal than I even was. I'm further away from, you know, making my family happy and making them proud of me and making my friends proud of me and making my friends, you know, look at me in, in such revere and high regard. And then you got Otis and Maxine saying, Listen, it'd be great if you won the Intercontinental title. We still hold you in that regard. Look at what you did for us. Look look at the, the heights you brought Maxine to and brought Otis to. And look at the people that love you. Like I think that would benefit really, really well for all involved. It makes you feel for Chad Gable. It makes you look at Otis and Maxine and be like, all right, those are two people I want to root for. You got some heat on Bronson. And even then, you can have somebody else approach. Somebody completely different that isn't Bronson. Because Bronson already won. He's got no reason to go get 50-50. Because that's a piece of booking I don't want anymore. You got a different heel that's like, nah, they're lying. Get some heat there. Start a new feud. Not with, not with Imperium. Move on. Not with Bronson Reed. Move on. I'll take a look at the WWE roster right now. Let, let's take a look at at who it could be. Hell, a member of Judgment Day, even that'd be. I wouldn't mind that. Let, let's do that. Wouldn't hate it. Probably not Veer, Sanga, anybody like that. It's thin. It's pretty much Judgment Day, and everybody else is <laughs> just running around doing stuff, huh? Yikes! Yikes! Mike the Jeweler says, uh, and Bronson faces Otis next week, by the way. So, of course, they're going to keep this going. Mike the Jeweler says, can we please just give Chad the IC title now? Gunther got the record. Let's give someone new over so he can move on to the new heavyweight belt or the WWE heavyweight belt. I fully believe Gunther is going to have a run at the top. I don't want Chad Gable to get to that IC title just yet. Not just not yet, not yet, but eventually. I think Sheamus and uh, Gable down the line should have some really good IC title matches too. I think that would be really cool. CM Punk to TKO confirmed. Keep on humping. Not confirmed. Um, I've not heard from the fella or anybody close to him of late. Also, SRS, let's get those shoes iced, my guy. I feel like I should probably buy a new pair because I've worn those ones that I showed you, Mike. But yeah, let's let's figure something out. I'd love to get something like that done. Because if there's anything that the world needs, it is a wrestling media shit poster like me running around with uh, iced out shoes. So uh, I mentioned a few things got shaved off of WWE Raw or trimmed down, adjusted, all that, a couple matches. But listen, if you're looking to trim some stuff down, if you're looking to shave some stuff down, including your big nasty pubes, check out manscaped.com and use the code FIGHTFUL. You can get a limited time offer, free boxers, a toiletry bag, and free shipping with the purchase of, of a Performance Package 4.0 or Platinum Package 4.0. The Platinum Package is that luxury full-body grooming kit. The Performance Package is the all-in-one grooming kit, but you can always get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped when you use our code FIGHTFUL. Now, it's got everything. They, they got the, the handyman compact face shaver. They got the weed whacker 2.0. That's for your nose hair, your ears hair, 
You're, they got the beard trimmer, which is, uh, or the beard hedger, rather. I'm falling all over myself. Listen, I am so excited to talk to you about how you can take care of your beards and pubes that I, ju- I just can barely contain myself, right? They got the beard hedger. It's the best beard trimmer you're going to see, but that's not it. They've got the Beard Hedger Pro Kit with oil, conditioner, balm, shampoo, uh, travel bags, beard brush, beard comb, beard scissors, everything you need. And quite honestly, they got everything you need to groom yourself in the bathroom. The Lawnmower 4.0, that's for groin and body grooming. They got boxers you can wear. They got cologne you can use. They got the ultra smooth package. Crop gel, crop exfoliator for you nutsack. Travel case, replacement blades, they got it all. What don't they have? I'm telling you, when they start selling wipes, it's going to be over for everybody. Charmin's going to be like, ah, shit, what are we going to do now? How can we handle this? Uh, Manscaped taking care of the front, now the back? I'm telling you, it's a matter of time. They're going to do it. One day they will do it. And I won't feel bad for anybody. Because I've been sitting here trying to tell you guys, 20% off plus free shipping. Use the code Fightful. <clears throat> Steven Markaklucci. I know some of those words. Says, if Cody is involved in war games, do you give his team a mystery partner? Is he the trade to SmackDown? You know, I liked Rock Hard Joel Woods' idea earlier. Rhea and Jade. And then you've got Cody, uh, Cody, Kevin, Sammy, and Jay against Finn, Damian, Dominic, and JD McDonough. That's what I think. Becky Lynch promo. She said that she didn't expect to win the NXT title, which, by the way, phenomenal match. Tiffany Stratton, Becky Lynch. Wonderful. Hats off. Hats off, ladies. Peaked at over 1 million on NXT. Unbelievable. What a win for NXT and WWE last week. Uh, that, that viewership number was. That just makes me very, very happy. Uh, just really, really love it. She comes out. She cuts a promo. Uh, makes an open challenge. Now, Fightful Select had reported that originally this was going to be Tegan Knox And Natalia was going to wrestle on main event against Zia Lee. Uh, Zia Lee, that was her first match since July. She has not worked on anything but main events since March. However, Natalia moved to Raw. Tegan Knox moved to main event. And uh, Fightful Select had also reported this weekend WDB officials were pretty high on Natalia after she stepped up and filled in for Becky at last week's uh, show in India. KE775 says... Hope Becky's NXT title run allows girls who don't get a lot of TV time on Raw, like Candice, Indy, Tegan, to get opportunities, but good for Natalia. Listen, I ain't ever going to feel bad about something good happening for Natalia. That woman, she's wonderful. I, I did some media with her in the past. She was just, just wonderful. I constantly hear of her being helpful. She quite literally opens up her home gym to all kinds of people to help them out inside WWE, outside WWE, uh, outside the country. A wonderful person. A wonderful person, a great great person to have in that locker room. Uh, Indy also wrestled on the main event tapings tonight. KE775 says, do you think if uh, Becky stays in NXT for a while, 
Who do you think they bring Tiffany up? Interesting to see her on live events over the weekend. Well, I mean, this is a part of her evaluation period for sure. Uh, they want her to work with Becky Lynch, and they'll basically, I'm sure they'll say, Becky, what do you think of her? How is she? And uh, I'm pretty sure that based on what we saw last week, the reviews are probably pretty good. They were getting her looks against a lot of people on live events uh, and on TV over the past several months. Like she was wrestling different people nonstop, but I, I'm glad to see her wrestling more in September. She had one match in August, I think, and she didn't wrestle that much in July. I think she had like four or five matches, and she's already worked more than that in September. She's the last couple of weeks, she's been a workhorse. Worked Becky a few times. She worked Ivy. She worked Kiana. But um, it's an evaluation thing. Now, Becky won this match. It was very quick. Wasn't a lot, lot to it. Rock Hard says, is it possible this switch with Natty was kind of a reward for her pulling double duty in India last week? Possibly. Possibly. I know that Natty just wants to be on TV, wants to be doing some stuff. She had her main event match cut last week, and they had already planned to have her in that little backstage segment that she did. But yeah, I, I do think that personally, I look at this and I'm like, yeah, it was probably a goodwill gesture maybe uh, as far as doing that. But I mean, as of this afternoon... They had they had planned on something else. So Champa cuts a promo and he's he's without saying it, he's saying you gotta, you know, you gotta do things yourself, but he didn't quite lean into it as heavily as the do it yourself, the DIY reference. This leads to a match against Giovanni Vinci. He beats Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni does hold on for for quite a while. Gargano was not at the show, for those of you who were asking. Uh, Johnny Gargano got to watch the Cleveland Browns lose from the comfort of his own, own couch, I presume. So very, very glad that for this one night that Johnny Gargano wasn't there and that you know he got to, to cuddle up with his little blanket. He got to cuddle up with his, his little, you know, he's got those cute little dogs and all that stuff. Uh, he's, he gets to hang out with his family. He's probably got his, you know, Cleveland Browns elves plush doll, and he got to watch them eat a big fat L. KE775 says, do you think Gargano gets back on TV anytime soon? Seems weird. Triple H made an effort to get him back to exile him. It doesn't quite make sense, does it? It doesn't quite make sense. Johnny Gargano has been cleared the whole time. Outside of, you know, that one break that he had, I want to say in April, after after the unsanctioned match. And then, you know, before the Royal Rumble, he re-aggravated that injury. He was out for like a month. He's been cleared since like late April. He's been good to go. They had him do some live events in May. He worked the, the Battle Royal in May. And then he popped up in July, worked a couple of matches against Omos on the live events, didn't wrestle at all in August, popped up last weekend, did a couple of live events against Omos as well. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I think it's stupid. Dick the Cock Johnson says, looking forward to Ciampa versus Gunther. Their takeover match a couple years ago was incredible. Any update on Johnny? Seems they've stopped the teases. Uh, I mean, they didn't stop the tease. <laughs> 
They didn't stop the tease at all. Look, look what he won with. Jonathan Corona says, Sean running creative for both Raw and SmackDown and Triple H run NXT. Sean's been cooking. Sean has been cooking. Sean Michaels has been doing very, very good. Guys, we are wrapping up. Leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. The Johnny Gargano thing, I just look at it and I'm like, they could really benefit by having him on the show. They could really benefit by having another interesting tag team in the fold. And they just don't seem that interested in it. I don't know why you wouldn't maximize the interest in everything. What are you holding back? What are you preventing? I don't know, man. Drew McIntyre defeated Jay Uso. This was a good match. Jay Uso is super over. Drew McIntyre as a character is fascinating to me right now. Anthony says, when do you think they're going to announce who is going to SmackDown to complete the Jey Uso trade? At this point, I'm not even sure they know. After a certain point, I'm going to be like, did they even know? And I'll find out. I'll find out if they knew from, from the point that they announced it or not. And if the person knew. But uh, you got Drew here taking advantage of Jay Uso not joining Judgment Day. Damian Priest before this was like, listen, man, we got your back. Don't make me look stupid. Kevin Owens earlier in the night really didn't trust Jay. He's like, he's one shade of eyeliner away from <laughs> joining Judgment Day. That's a good line. This is Kevin Owens' second language, man. He's phenomenal. Now, what I loved was Jey Uso attacked Damian Priest. He really wanted to hammer home. All right, listen, I am not this guy anymore. And I understand why people have reservations, but I'm going to do the hard work and make some hard decisions to show people that that's, that's not who I am. So Judgment Day whips his ass. Drew wins off a of Claymore, because why, why, why wouldn't he win off a of Claymore from a distraction? It protects Jay, makes Jay look good. Drew gets a big win. He still don't have that contract yet, as far as I know. Judgment Day continued to be scummy. We knew he wasn't really going to join Judgment Day. And Drew gets up the ramp, and he's like, should I help this guy? Should I help this guy? Because you know what? I was one of the people that got screwed over by the bloodline. Clash of the Castle. But Cody runs out. And he helps. What's your motivation, buddy? Hmm. Mike the Jeweler. Man, you sent another giant humper chat. Thank you so much, man. I can't tell you how important this stuff is. Uh, JDWB confirmed. I wouldn't say confirmed, confirmed, but they're they're having talks. That's That's the active plan, is that she should be going to WWE. Hope the presentation is same like Cody's music and all. Well, I mean, they stopped bringing the Cody Vader, right? So, I mean, I I mean, she used it for a while. It's like, I think everybody that gets the Cody Vader, it just leaves. Damn. As far as The Rock, will he show up again in your opinion? I think that how things went this past Friday 
was integral. I think it was probably big for The Rock from a motivational standpoint, and he called it a top five reaction of his career. I think that the interest garnered from the interview he did with Pat McAfee was also very, very important. And uh, I feel like he'll probably try to do something. I mean, I've said now or never, like the last two years, I think it's now or never, man. I'd like to send a super chat, but it keeps telling me there's a problem. I'm sorry. I wish I knew the answer. Um, just keep trying or refresh. Bums me out. <laughs> we would love for you to send one. Uh, guys, by the way, uh, if you if you haven't got enough of super chats, humper chats, all that good stuff, I do a Q&A show every week over on FightfulSelect.com. FightfulSelect.com is our lifeblood. Just $5 a month gets you more wrestling news, especially accurate wrestling news, than anywhere else, before anywhere else. You can ask me questions in the comments as well. We've got over 40 monthly shows. I think it's like 45 now because Alex does collision post shows over there as well. We've got extra post shows for Raw, SmackDown, um, Collision. We've got The Weekender that reviews everything that we don't review here on the main channel. The list goes on, Coexisting After Dark with Rob and Maggie, my Q&A show, my Backstage Report podcast. Every so often, you got Scott Edwards doing uh, the Strong Style podcast as well. Man. It would mean a lot if you subscribed. I would greatly appreciate it greatly appreciate it mike says happy 420 as always have a good evening my friend <laughs> not right now not right now before i go to bed i'll smoke a little weed that's about the extent of that uh rock hard joel wood says so i think i know my weekly percentages but percentage that there's a diy reunion before wrestlemania I i'm gonna go with 75 percent there i'm gonna go 75 percent I think it's a fair chance. Guys, thank you all so much. <sighs> Bengals are 0-2. But you know what? You guys spent the evening with me, and that I appreciate. I won't be here next week. Alex and Kate will be here next week. I will see you guys on the post-Raw show in October. I'll be damned. Denise will be back in two weeks. I will be back in two weeks. But you know what? I'm here Wednesday for the hump and for the post-AEW show. Until next time, we're out. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.